The college experience Tulane Green Wave at Tulsa Golden Hurricane preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big, including a 50% deposit match on your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit match only at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome to the college experience, Tulane Green Wave at Tulsa Golden Hurricane style. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick, and we're picking AAC football Thursday night primetime matchup between a couple solid programs right now. Yeah. Bet you bet, bet you didn't think you're gonna hear that three or four years ago. Um well I guess Tulsa's been solid since the nineties, off and on. Um this is a good matchup though. This really is a good matchup. And if everyone's talking Cincinnati, you know, UCF, well, guess what? Tulsa's still undefeated in the AAC. Yes, they should have a loss to ECU. The refs blew it, but Tulsa is still undefeated in the AAC. They won at UCF. And I mean, really that their game against Cincy was canceled and there's a chance. So if UCF beats Cincy this weekend, which I actually expect them to do, um, or at least I expect the game to be close. I think UCF covers, but if, if that happens, then Cincinnati <laughs> not only has a chance of missing the actual bowl or the, the AAC championship, not a, that, that game, not, they'll make a bowl, but um, it could be Tulsa UCF rematch then because Tulsa and UCF would then, you know, if, if, if Tulsa beat Cincy in the final game of the season, then you would have in that game is at Tulsa. So I, I think there's a, I mean, I, I don't know what that line would be. I don't know the circumstances, but I'd probably lean Cincinnati to beat Tulsa. If they had played earlier this year, I actually would have taken Tulsa. I thought Tulsa kind of caught him at a good spot, but I don't know. We'll see how it shakes out, but uh, it should be interesting down the stretch in the AAC. Now let's talk about uh, the green wave. Uh, Willie Fritz. 
I'm a big Willie Fritz fan. If you're a first time, li- I mean, if you're an, a long time college experience listener, I, I've made a ton of money off of Tulane the past couple of years, hitting that over. I followed Willie Fritz from uh, Georgia Southern to Tulane. And I, I basically have hit the over every year, locking them up. I didn't lock it up this year, but I should have, I should have, because he's doing his magic again. Uh, he's early in the year. He started out. He started at quarterback Keon Howard, who actually didn't play like horrible 25 of 58, 314, 314 yards. Now this is the bad part here is obviously the percent, the, the completion percentage. That was a bad thing. 43%, just five yards of completion, one touchdown, one pick, but he was actually a, a kind of a dual threat quarterback. So he can get some, some rushing yards there, but he made the switch to Michael Pratt, the freshman. And I think this kid's going to be a stud, but it's all said and done. Pratt right now, 99 of 179, 1300 yards, uh, 55.3% completion percentage, 7.3 yards of pass, 14 touchdowns, four picks. That's impressive. He also has 158 yards rushing and five rushing touchdowns. I do think uh, this kid is a freshman and this year doesn't even count. So he's got four more years after this year. And uh, when you look at the Tulane schedule, I mean, they, they, they beat South Alabama week one storm back from victory or I'm sorry, storm back from victory. What the fuck am I talking about? Storm back from uh down double digits, get that win. And then the very next week they blow a 24, nothing lead the Navy. They should have won that one. Fritz knows it. All of the green wave nation knows it. And then uh, at Southern miss, they, they, they get down like 14, nothing. I think then they storm back and win 66, 24. They get a bye week, then they lose to Houston in overtime in a game that I think probably bothers Fritz, but it was Pratt's, I think, second. No, I think it was Pratt's first ever start. Um, because they were up 21-0 in this game and they lost 49-31. Uh the following week and uh, they, they lost to SMU in overtime to SMU. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, they lost to SMU in overtime. And then they, they lost uh, by 17 to UCF at UCF, and then they they absolutely waxed Temple thirty eight to three. They beat my East Carolina Pirates thirty eight twenty one in Greenville, and they absolutely destroy Army last week. So you're looking at a team that's got it's five and four, really should be six and three, maybe even seven and two. Um, you gotta like this matchup here. Now they end the season at Tulsa and home to Memphis. They've already hit their win total. They've already hit the over on their win total. Fritz doing the damn thing. But as I mentioned, when you break down this team, Pratt, uh, exciting quarterback. I'm excited for his future with the green wave, uh, running back wise. They, uh, well, it's tough because Ty J Spears, I believe, uh, torn ACL out for the year. He was their guy. And then ever since then, they've been using the Stefan Hutterson, who's got 83 rushes, 548 yards, 6.6 yards of carry three scores. And Cameron Carroll's got 97 rushes, 542 yards and 10 scores. And you'll even see a little bit of Amare Jones in there. And even, even uh Booker, uh, if, if, if the, the lead gets big, which I don't expect will happen in this game. Um, Wide out wise, they got uh, a couple brothers leading the way. Deuce Watts, 26 catches, 448 yards, five scores. Also with Fat Watts, who's got 13 for 161. And Jaquan Jackson, 25 catches, 298 yards, 
uh, in five scores. Jackson was the guy coming into the season that we circled as the the big playmaker. But Deuce Watts, Fat Watts, both getting their uh, getting their hands on the rock a lot. Um, they also have Michael Jones, who's got ten for one forty six in the score. They do use the tight end Tyreek James, also eleven for one twenty two, and they'll throw the the running backs out of the backfield often. So something to uh, take note of kicking the ball, Marik Glover, uh, 40 of 41 on extra points, eight of 11 on field goals with a long of 42. He's all right. Uh, defensively they've, they've played great. There's a name you want. You, you got to circle this guy. D line is impressive. Willie Fritz is the man. Patrick Johnson at the DN spot. This dude has 10 ta- or 10 sacks on the season. They have 31 sacks. They are getting after it. Uh, Patrick Johnson, the guy, the other, the other end, Cameron sample. has got four sacks. I mean, talk about a D line. It's doing some damage. Uh, Adonis Frilix, uh, one and a half sacks. Carlos Hatcher, a sack on the, this is only on the D line. Um, and yeah, that pretty much uh, they, they have Deandre Williams doesn't have a sack, but he gets in there, makes a lot of stops at the nose tackle spot. Same with Jeffrey Johnson. Who's got uh, three sacks and just also 24 tackles. Um, so the D line is good linebacking core. Dorian Williams is the one you want to circle here. Leads the team in tackles with 63. He's got three and a half sacks, two pass deflections all over the field. Him, Nick Anderson, 61, just one tackle behind us, Nick Anderson. And uh, also has three sacks as well. And uh, uh, Marvin Moody getting in there with 50 stops. This linebacking core is good. Kevin Henry, he's got 45 tackles, one sack, one pass deflection, one forced fumble. Um, linebacking core solid, D line solid. Secondary, probably the, probably the weakness of this team, but yet they still have had, you know, uh, what? Let's do the math here. They've had six interceptions on the season. They got a pick six. They forced uh, f- uh, what? They forced eight fumbles. That's impressive. Um, in the secondary, though, like I mentioned, Chase Kucherin, uh, fifty-nine tackles, two pass deflections, and a fumble uh, recovery. Uh, he'll he's at safety spot as well as Larry Brooks and Macon Clark. All those guys getting in there. Clark's the guy with the pick six. Um, at the corner spot, Jalen Monroe, Willie Langham and, uh, Cornelius Dyson getting in there. Um, I like this team, man. I think they could give Tulsa. I think they could give Tulsa a game here. Um, Tulsa, those got to start to realize that, man, this, this could be their year. Um, when breaking down the golden hurricane, Zach Smith, their quarterback, former Baylor transfer, Smith is good, but he's also due for like, or he'll give you like a turnover a game and sometimes a bad turnover. And I like Smith and I'm excited to see the, the, the golden hurricane next year with Smith back at the helm. But uh, Smith, 96 of 156, 1249 yards, 61.5% completion percentage, eight yards of completion, 10 touchdowns, six picks. See what I mean? That, that touchdown to, to interception ratio still, I mean, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. But it's still, you would expect better from a, a guy who was really good at Baylor, who I like him too, as a, as a quarterback, I think he's really imp- impressed in the second half of these games, but in the first half, normally he'll throw a, a, a pick six or a bad play that really sets them back. 
You saw it last week against SMU when the, the Golden Hurricane were down 21 nothing and stormed back to, to win that game. Uh, you break down this Tulsa team, though. Um, I mean, they're four and one, but they actually, you could argue, should be five and zero because that Oklahoma State game in Week One was sixteen to seven, which was a little bit misleading. It was really thirteen to seven game, and they were at the one yard line, and they scored on a on a, I think it was fourth and one, I think, back of the end zone, I think tight end or wideouts. Um, and it was an absolutely horrible holding call. So they would have been up 14, 13, um, as opposed to even the 16, seven, it was deceiving. They, they would have been up 14, 13, and they had done a great job defensively on Oklahoma. So Oklahoma state. And if you're wondering how Oklahoma state got that late field goal, what happened is, is Tulsa got the ball back in the fourth and there was only about a minute. And so left and they, they had like a, I think a fourth and 20 from like their own 20. And they threw it in completion or didn't get it. So the ball turned over and they still had some timeouts. I think they still had two timeouts. So they called timeouts. So Oklahoma state got a garbage field goal. It's not like Oklahoma state moved the ball down on them. Um, but I, I that, that call was atrocious and Tulsa probably should have got that win. Um, then they, they go at UCF beat them 34, 26 and in, in the rain, I know UCF, had a depleted roster because injuries, but it is what it is. Tulsa seems to be the kryptonite for the golden Knights. Then they destroy uh, South Florida, 42 to 13 in a game. We locked up here, easy cash. And then the East Carolina game where they went 34, 30 on some horrible calls. They had their Navy game canceled. Hopefully they can reschedule that for December 11th. I'm hoping uh, then last week, SMU up 21, nothing. Then they storm back and, and beat SMU 28, 24. And now they, they have Tulane and at Houston and, and home to Cincinnati. And I think that Navy game, so they still have some tough opponents here. Cause I think any four of these teams could beat them if they're not bringing their a game. Um, it, assuming they're making up that Navy game. If not, then any three of these ones can beat them. Uh, but when you break down the golden hurricane, like I mentioned, Zach Smith now at the running back spot and I, by the way, I should, I, I got to just tote this a little bit here. Hope you listened to our win totals uh, preview because when I locked up Tulsa over one and a half wins, that was the easiest cash this whole fucking season. All right. Another reason why you should subscribe to the college experience. If, if you don't mind me tooting my own horn here, uh, no, but at the, in the running backfield, in the backfield, the running backfield, um, it's 9am over here, man. I, I have the coffee. I'm sounding like a fucking retard. Uh, Daneric Prince, 63 rushes, 336 yards, 5.3 yards a rush, two scores. He's back there with TK Wilkerson, 70 rushes, 291 yards, 4.2 yards a rush, four scores. And then Corey Taylor, the second 25 for 128 and two scores. They got some, uh, some good running backs and they'll even use a little bit of, uh, Keelan Stokes. They're stud, they're stud wide out. They'll bring him back there. Do, do some jet sweeps with the guy seven for 45. Um, I like this backfield. I, I, I mean, Philip Montgomery's done a good job at Tulsa. I'm glad they, they didn't fire him last year because Tulsa was one of these teams. They, they kind of reminded me of Eastern Michigan in the, uh, you know, Eastern Michigan, Chris Creighton. They, every once in a while, I mean, Creighton, I think's taking them to three out of three bowl games in four years, which is unbelievable at Eastern Michigan, but they would lose well, a couple of years there. They were like five and seven. 
and every one of their losses were close. I felt that way about Tulsa. I mean, I think what two years ago, Tulsa almost beats Texas. You saw it this year. They almost beat Oklahoma state. Um, they're, I think they've won three in a row against UCF. They're just a team that is better than their record has indicated in the past couple of years. And I thought they got spring ball in and I thought with them having Zach Smith and you know, that was a huge get for them because they had really struggled at the quarterback spot in, in the past couple of years. I knew that they would cash that o- over one and a half wins. So uh, Smith at quarterbacks, decent run games. Good receiving is, 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 I mean, I think they're pretty, pretty darn solid with Keelan Stokes, 28 for 428 and two scores. Surprising only has two scores, but he's joined by uh, Josh Johnson, 25 for 313 and four scores. Sam Crawford Jr. 16 for 220 and a score and Juan Carlos Santana, 15 for 215 and two scores. That's a really good receiving core. They will throw it to the running backs a little bit out of the backfield tight end wise. They don't really use a lot of the tight end James Palmer. Ethan Hall, they got four catches on the season. So kicking the ball, they're 17 of 18 on extra points. Zach Long, their kicker, four of six on field goals, long of 35. That's a bit concerning. Um defensively, um, they've been stout defensively. And surprising, you know, because Tulsa's been a team that uh you think, oh, they kind of had a weak defense over the years past. They got 10 sacks on the season. Like I said, they've only played five games, so they're averaging two sacks per game. It's decent. Uh, they also have what? Five interceptions, a pick six and seven forced fumbles. That's impressive. Uh, you look at the defense where I, I would say you want to circle a few guys here. Let's go to the linebacking court right away. Zaven Collins. Great name. Great linebacker name. This dude has 34 stops, four sacks, three interceptions, one pick six, two forced fumbles. The guy is an absolute fucking animal. Uh, he'll be joining the linebacking core with Justin Wright, Trevon Reeves and uh, Grant Sawyer. Uh, it's a good linebacking core on the D line. You want to circle this guy's name, Anthony Goodlow guys, a beast. I've uh, watched them a few times. I mean, I've actually probably watched every one of their games, but uh, he's an animal. Good low 16 stops, uh, three sacks, a pass deflection. He's all over the field. Um, he is joined with Jackson player, uh, Therese Stevenson and Cullen wick, Cullen wick also, uh, four stops, a sack on the season. Um, defensive line, solid, um, defensive backfield. You want to circle safety. Uh, Kandarin Ray leads the team in tackles. He's also got four pass deflections. He's all over the field. He's, he's back there in that backfield with Christian Williams at the other safety spot. And also Ty Neal Martin. You're going to see all three of them on the field at, at the safety spot there. And then, uh, you got Evans at the corner spot. He's got, uh, he, he's shit. He's a pretty physical corner. He's got, he's almost, uh, I mean, what set 17 stops and a forced fumble. It's pretty, pretty impressive for a corner. Uh, Ryan Nixon at the other corner spots. And yeah, you would like to see the corners actually have some picks. They don't. That's kind of surprising. It's a lot of linebackers and safeties with interceptions, but um, yeah, I think this defense is solid. And I think against a freshman quarterback and the fact I, I last, I was in Oklahoma a few weeks ago and they could actually have like a decent crowd there. 
So perhaps the golden hurricane will have a big advantage come uh, Thursday night. Now I will say this. When you look at this team, both these teams offense, Tulsa is ranking 51st in the country right now in yards per game. Tulane is at 62. So only an eight yard difference here. Seven, actually 7.7. If you do the math, um, that's, that's concerning. It's really like, Hey, this game could be a lot closer than we realize here. Now, if we switch over to, uh, to total defense, let me see if I can find this here. Um, wait, what is going on here? Um, where am I at? I don't know. I'm struggling to find this fucking thing, but, uh, Tulsa's defense is much better. I don't know. What did I do to this thing? Anyway? Yeah. Tulsa is a much better defensive team statistically so far this season. I don't have that information in front of me anymore because I'm a fucking moron, but, um, yeah, the line Vegas is saying is, uh, what currently at Tulsa minus six. It's a tough game. I'm not going to lock this up. I mean, I'll probably bet this just because it's one of our only Thursday night games, but give me Tulsa minus six. I think Tulsa might the freshman quarterback Pratt, who's really good at Tulane. I just think Tulsa can force a few turnovers out of him. And, uh, I I think Tulsa gets it done. Give me the golden hurricane minus six. Give me a, uh, give me a, uh, let's go 31 to 22 final score. Tulsa beats Tulane and continues to be undefeated in the AAC. All right, guys, this is the college experience. If you're a first time listener, uh, we'd appreciate it if you subscribe. We're available on all platforms, but I want to tell you why you should subscribe. Why is because me, Patty C and NT Nick, my co-hosts that are normally with me, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. Yes. If you're a Tulsa golden hurricane friend, Frank Haith, you're wondering who's going to cover our basketball team. Well, we will because we cover every single game. We release a spreadsheet over at sports podcast.com. And also on our Twitter accounts that handicaps every single game. So, uh, and, and by doing so every college basketball season, we've been over 500% on, on, on picking games every single game and also same with football. And then we have our locks records as well, which are much better than 50%. Uh, and we've been doing this for three and a half, uh, four years now. So make sure you check us out and uh, yeah, we're excited to, uh, to, to, to see this game and, and to have you come subscribe to the college experience. Um, if you, you know, we won't ever charge for picks guys, put it like that. We will never charge you for picks. Um, what we would like from you guys though, is how about you give us a little kindness? You know what I mean? How about you get over to iTunes? I sound like, I sound like that like teacher in Beavis and Butthead. Let's talk about kindness. How about you get over to iTunes and give us a five-star review, right? Um, no, but seriously, we, we, we don't charge for picks. We make our money from our sponsors. Our sponsors traditionally, a lot of times sponsors give you money based on they go check out the iTunes comments. They want to make sure that they're, they're people are engaged and, and rate, you know, enjoying this podcast. 
So even if you've left a review before, I encourage you please to do it again. I really appreciate uh, anyone that does that. And if you do that to show you our appreciation, if you do that, take a screenshot and tag me at the Colby D on Twitter. That's T H E Colby C O L B Y D on Twitter. And uh, I'll enter you in a raffle to win some college experience gear. And let me break this down. This isn't one of these bullshit raffles. You're going to win. All right. I'm going to send you something. It just might. One might be this week. One might be two. It might be two or three weeks, but I guarantee you, I'm going to send you a shirt from the college experience. All right. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I'm at the Colby D on Twitter. Patty C's at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick is at NC underscore N I C K. Make sure you check out those college basketball podcasts and DFS rosters. You, you want to play some fantasy foot, some DraftKings fantasy football against me and NC Nick. Uh, we, every Thursday night, Friday morning, we drop an episode for uh, what DFS lineups you should play. And if you would have done that last week, you would have won $280 off of my DFS roster. But I will say this going into the final spot, the final quarter of the day slate, I was winning $10,000. So you almost won $10,000 off my lineup if you played it. Um, So stick around and uh, check that out. But yes, we are the college experience. This is the college experience. Tulane at Tulsa style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.